This is the fifth episode. Yep. Fifth Number episode. Five. I think um, you start out every time going, this is. This is, yeah. Well, just in case yeah, um, you know, someone isn't as intelligent as us and they lose track of what numbers are. I mean, it should be in the title. I'm just kind of like letting myself know. Yeah. Like, just a refresh. Yeah. Note to self. It's the fifth episode. Yeah. But, so you're saying you're the one who forgets what episode Basically, it is. Basically, yeah. So I, you're stupid. Like right before we started well, recording. Well, he's, like, he's not stupid. He's not stupid. He just doesn't have any sort of education whatsoever. Yeah, basically. Stupid. I go to Sand Springs. What's with you and done with the whole ghetto thing? I don't Whatever. know, but truth <laughs> I, be told, everybody, I'm tired. Me yeah, too. Dude, we're work, all tired. Work joined me today. I'm just we we're did nothing, and, and I had a meeting for like an hour and a half. I'm just super wore out. Yeah. I just uh. Let's begin for working the summer. Let's begin for working in the summer. Yeah, I I filled out an application oh. on. Uh, oh, you filled out an application. That's so tiring. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, okay. I filled out an application on Friday, and I where, mean, it's just for been, where. Subway. Nice. Subway. Dang. and Just Good luck with that. I mean, I'm kind um, of nervous about growing up because, yeah. I mean, it's going a little bit too fast. I was once a little kid, and now I'm not. Dude, I didn't but. get my first job until, like, I was 18. I know, but... And I'm not, I got I was, I was out of school. It's, it's kind of exciting, though. I mean, it, it'll be cool. Everyone's, yeah, everyone's different at their own pace, so, yeah. <sighs> Dude, this but. is the first episode where we're all out of school. Yeah, yeah, true. This I was is summer about, I break, about to say, officially. This is, break. This is yeah. officially summer break. I thought you were wow. about to say, this is the first episode. I was like, hey, no, it's no, not. No, it's really this, not. This is, the fifth. this is why you We've need to remind yourself. This. this is the fifth episode. <laughs> yeah, this is why you need to remind yourself. This what is you... the fifth episode, everybody. Okay, yeah. well, um, yeah, so this episode is mainly going to be about um, God's forgiveness. God's forgiveness. And also we're gonna be addictions. About we're going to tie in addictions with tie this. Tie in. Because we had a fellow listener. Fellow listener. That requested we talk about addictions and we decided that we also want to talk about god's forgiveness yeah so because i mean you can't you can't really well you can but i mean it's just good to talk about god's forgiveness and how much forgiveness that god has for you through those addictions but yeah basically yeah so sure let's just get right down into this guys cool break got a break yep let's do it let's go
All right. All right. So here we go. Cool. Going into God's forgiveness. How are we going to go ahead and start this? Anything? Um, well, I kind of want to throw in a scripture that I just read about God's forgiveness. It was, um, let me pull this bad boy up, you know what I'm saying? Um, First I mean, John 1, 9, it says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. So any sin that we have, if we ask him and we repent of our sins, he's going to forgive us for them. That's how faithful and just our God is. Yeah. So what's the addictions? Um, I mean, like, there can be so many different addictions. Like, some of them are just very basic. Like, addictions to your phone, people don't think that's a real thing. Like, oh, uh, I'm just on my phone a lot. It doesn't mean I'm addicted. Um, here's the thing about that is if you're doing something, like playing on your phone, playing on your Xbox, if you're doing something uh, that takes away your focus from God, like, I mean, I know that it's good to play, you know, on your phone or on yeah, your... Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with playing all the time, but... Yeah, but, like, If I it mean, takes your focus off God... Off God, if yeah. you're doing that way more than... I mean, having a good relationship and keeping with up with God, yeah, you know, praying and, and reading. It's, I mean, it's it's an addiction and it's it's something that's bad that because it takes your focus off God, and I know that like social media can be a huge addiction for some people, um, and some people might not see it as bad because it's like oh it's just social media, but I mean anything that takes your focus off God is yeah. is, um, is making an idol of it is what it is in the Ten Commandments. It says uh, do not. Um, uh, what is it? Do not make idols. No, make false idols, yeah. Make fa- false idols. And some people think, oh, well, why would I Why would I ever create a golden statue? It's not of, always the case. It's, I mean, yeah, it's not always the case. An idol is just anything that you uh, put are before sp- God. put before God, yeah. yeah. Like spending too much time in social media or, I mean, just anything that you put before God. That and it's is not even going to have to be social media. It's like, I mean, just I mean, anything, like, yeah. I mean, sure, addictions, it has like a negative connotation to it. But, I mean, yes, it is uh, bad. I mean,. But I mean, There's, it's good. Social media is good for for something. Yes, but when we talk about addictions, we're talking oh, yeah. like on it focus off God. You're gonna focus more on what you want to basically worship your idol, whatever yeah. it is. And that, sometimes it's money, even. I mean, if yeah. you're just like uh, crazy about money and you're just doing all this crazy stuff for or, money, and you're not, you know. Yeah, or if you want to go deeper to like people who you know, like alcohol or smoking, mm-hmm. you know, dress like that. It may like. Uh, few nights ago at my Bible study, we, uh, we actually talked about like, a little bit about addictions and whatnot. We talked about um, sin and, like, you know, the whole, like, our body, soul, and uh, spirit, which is a whole different um, conversation, actually. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we talked about addictions and, like, people who, like, are getting out of an addiction. Like, which is use smoking, for example. Okay. Like, I mean, that's, that's a big thing. Yeah. Um, uh, like, someone who wants to quit smoking, like, to get out of an addiction... Addicts usually substitute for something different. They want to they fill. They want to fill addiction. the void. They want to fill the, whatever whatever you're doing to take out smoking. It's voidless. So now you want to fill it with something different, right? Yeah. Yeah. And but they really the only thing that you can fill it with is God's love. I mean, yes, and so that's my point. Like, I, you want to be able to fill that addiction up with God rather than something else. So you, know, like, you don't want to make that. You don't want to take whatever you're addicted to. Take it away. And then fill it with something else that you're going to be addicted to. You want to take it away and fill it with God, yeah. not another addiction to something else. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I've had a lot of problems with putting God first in my life. Oh, yeah, like, for sure. Wait, I'm not oh, oh putting... I thought you meant, like, I've had a lot of problems. I've put God first in my life. I'm like, that's not the problem. <laughs> I'm like, that's not the problem here. I mean, no. that's a good thing. No. Okay, no, I got you. Um, like, my phone, um, mm. social media, which I deleted and I now have back, sadly. Same, actually. <laughs> I, 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 I deleted my, my all my social media for like eight months, dude. You have it it all felt back? great. 
And I mean, yeah, I got like Facebook back, and that's not like it's not like I got. It. Yeah. Well, I have all of it. I mean, um, yeah, it's definitely good just to spend time in the Word, and I mean, I there's such a struggle. Uh, just in our human nature not to read the Bible, you're like, oh, I could actually be playing Xbox right now, but, like, if, I mean, sometimes it may not seem like it, but reading the Bible is the best choice because that's God's word. I mean, like, if you want to get closer to God, then reading the Bible is something that you definitely should do. Yeah, and Um, sometimes it's, like, it's always hard to always want to read and pray. Even, like, sometimes, I don't know, sometimes you get those days where you're just, like, you'll be reading and then, like, you just don't really feel anything, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like everything seems kind of pointless. But, yeah. And I mean, it's it's really easy not. It's really easy to to feel that way. Like we don't live in a we live in a physical world, you know. Like we see yeah. things hands on. We see our our body, our soul, the one our flesh is desiring needs above God, and that's mm-hmm. not good. You and know? I, I'm just gonna go ahead and say this real quick. Uh, feelings are like you know God's presence is you know amazing. God feeling God's presence. But, like, Christianity isn't based on feelings. No, it's not. Christianity is not based on what you feel. It's on what what your desire is. I feel like if your desire is Jesus because of what he's done for you, then, I mean, that's what matters is your desire for Jesus. And if you're not feeling anything, then it's not a bad thing because Christianity isn't based on feelings. And sometimes your feelings can um, deceive you. That's what, deceive you. But, I I mean, it's great if you feel God's presence. But if you're not feeling anything, don't feel like... You're doing something wrong because it's not. I mean, if your desires after God, then that's what matters. Yeah, and uh, going back to like the living in the physical world, you know, have a, we always have like human desires and we have needs and wants, and we tend usually we put those or te- we tend to at least put them above God. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like we don't live in. You guys want most of you who maybe not aren't that whole strong in the whole Christian faith. They don't really know a lot about it. We we don't live in a spiritual world. Where are like I don't know how to explain this without being. We don't live in a spiritual I, world. Like we don't live in a spiritual world. We're like we're living in the physical world. Like it's our spirit inside of us like, mm. that connects to God. You know. Yeah. yeah. Does that I make sense? I don't know if you guys have heard like um, uh, a lot of people have said that this is not our home. I mean, Earth is not. Earth is our temporary home, but I mean, ultimately, heaven is our home. That's our spiritual home that uh, we eventually will get to in the end when Jesus comes back. Yeah. What I was actually going to say. Uh, before I forgot, but um, what I was gonna say is like, have you guys ever seen like movies, those cheesy movies like where the bad guys are doing something and the good guys are like, oh my gosh, you're trying to fill something in your heart and it just doesn't do it, does it? Like you're they're trying to fill a void and you know that cheesy line that you're trying to fill a void that will never be filled, you know that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It does seem a little bit cheesy, but honestly, it's not because that's actually how it is. God's love does fill the void. Like that's yeah. what. I mean, God's love does fill the void that you're, I mean, trying to fill. Because, I mean, God created us, and, I mean, he's the reason that we're here. Yeah. And yeah. God's love will fill the void. And yeah. I know it may seem cheesy, but that's, like, that's actually what is true. Yeah. And, like, uh, what's the verse? It's in Genesis. Uh, in the beginning was the word. N- no. Oh, oh, yes, obviously. <laughs> no. <laughs> and the word was with God. We all know that. Okay, yeah. anyways. Uh, no, like, uh, Genesis, when, when he was, um, God was creating Adam, it said that he breathed into him and... Uh, my Bible study. We were talking about like what is this? What is a spirit? And um, in Greek, whatever it is, I don't know the word. Mm-hmm. But the same word for breath, it also means spirit. So God basically breathed in spirit to Adam, which gave him life. You know, yeah. we're, like yeah. we're living because God gave us His spirit, and our human desires 
doesn't go it's not our spirit our human desires is our flesh and we're, and we're weak that's where we need that's why we need to read and pray more and so when you have addictions it's not just because your spirit is so oh i want to be lustful or uh, i need to i need to i want to steal or i just you know i have to always be on my phone i'm addicted to everything no it's not your spirit your spirit knows what's good your spirit knows what's god and mm -hmm. it's your flesh and your um, your human flesh yeah it's simple just, nature. yeah so like that's where sin i mean you know, you know sin addiction i mean it's a, it's a sin i'm just gonna bluntly say it out there yeah, yeah put out there and so whenever you know when you sin it's just like a part of you dies you know because yeah. you choose not to go with your spirit you choose not to go with god you choose to go with what your human desire is but the good news is but is, the good news is uh, you know yeah. jesus died for our sins and and we die with jesus but and we rose again with jesus no one on can be day. perfect yeah so, i mean oh yes oh, for sure i mean i'm not i'm not saying i'm perfect at all i mean like, i fail every day i sin yeah. i mean yeah i'm just like you and I, i'm just like everyone out here everyone does yeah so, See, i sin every day we sin yeah. uh before we can like i just want to say something really quick a lot of people i've heard this before a lot of people are like oh at least i'm not this bad the, okay. No, you you can't. Yeah. Compare yourself like that. Christians yeah. are like the only difference between sinners and Christians because everybody's a sinner. Literally, the only difference between Christians and sinners is that we've accepted gr uh, God's grace and we know what like we've accepted God's grace in our heart. But other than that, we are exactly like every other sinner because we are made just. I mean, like we're made in God's image, but we've all sinned, and like other than God's grace, we are exactly like all other sinners. Yeah. But God's grace is what changes. And also. like, I don't know if this is in the Bible or not, because I've never read over this, but um, someone's told me this before that every sin is the same to God. So, I mean, like a murder, it's like the same thing as stealing something. So, I mean, like, because it's a sin. A sin is a yeah. sin. Yeah, no, so. no sin is greater than the other. Sin itself yeah. is sin. Sin is sin. sin. There's like, no, that's, that's nothing great. People say like the seven deadly sins, whatever. I'm just pointing out there. I mean, me. it's... They're it's, deadly sins, sure, but I mean, sin is sin. Sin is sin. sin, yeah, anyways, is sin. I mean, you were saying, and sorry. then don't get a, don't get us wrong or nothing like this, but like, God hates sin, but He doesn't hate the sinner. See, like, yeah, because exactly. there's always like redemption in this. You can ask for forgiveness, and God still loves you. Like, God's always gonna love you through the sin too. It doesn't matter what you do. It just you I, need to ask for His forgiveness. Yeah, I know that um, a lot of you probably have heard. Um, God being our, our father, you know, yeah. it, he's a good, good father. The song, um, it's a really good song. Um, but that's honestly really true. God is our father. And I know that, um, if you guys, all the men listening, if you grow up and become a father one day, and obviously your son's not going to be a perfect child, he's going to mess up. And when he messes up, you're not going to hate him. You're not going to, you know, I mean, you might get a little bit upset because I mean, he did something wrong, but you're not going to hate him. You're still going to love him. And that's like, even more so that's even like. God loves you even more so than that, that and more. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm, if it's okay with you guys, I'm just going to get right down into God's forgiveness. Like, unless there's something else you guys wanted to say on no. just addiction. Okay. This might seem really silly to you guys, but I'm, I mean, it's, it's true. It might seem silly to you guys, but I mean, I'm being serious here. Um, if you guys like, you guys done dishes, right? Like, yeah. I mean, everybody's done dishes, right? What's a dish? What's a, what's a dish? Okay, no, but seriously. No, um, yeah, I mean, I do dishes, I do dishes every night. <laughs> everybody does dishes at least one point or another. Um, I was actually doing dishes this morning, and, you know, I had my nice, my nice, uh, clean, soapy water. I was like, yeah, I was cleaning, you know, the dishes with my nice, clean, soapy water. My, my nice, clean, soapy water. Yes, your nice, clean, soapy water. I had to, I had to, you know, bring, <laughs> three, you stress that. three times. Three times, yeah. Three times. But seriously, though. I'm precise. There was a bowl, um, there was a bowl on the side that had, like, this ugly, nasty water. And I had, like, clean dishes and, 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 uh, clean dishes that I had cleaned in one sink. And then in the other, there was, like, the soapy water, you know, the no. clean, soapy water. 
So I knew that I had to um, dump this this dirty water in this clean soapy water because that's the only way it was going to get clean is, is if I was going to do that. But it actually brought pain to me to realize that I was going to have to bring this dirty water into my nice clean water. I know it sounds silly, but I le- it legit brought me pain to realize that I had to bring this dirty I get, like, water. It bothered you? Yeah, it bothered me. Like, yeah. I, like I was like slow motion bringing it into the water. And as it like mixed, I was like, I honestly brought me a little bit of pain. You're with the geeky flake, like, oh, this is so cool. I know. <laughs> like I was like, it brought me a little pit, bit of pain to see, to see that <laughs> clean water messed up. And no, it may seem silly. This but is going so late. No, no, it, no, listen, 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 this may seem silly, but like, honestly, think about it for a second. Just, just listen. That is exactly how it is with us Christians. Like it may seem silly, but like, okay, so God is that clean, soapy water. Or like, we're the Christians, right? And, or, I mean, you know what I mean? But, um, that's how it, I feel like that's how it is with God. I'm not 100% sure, but whenever we sin, I feel like that's how God sees us, like, or not sees us, but that's how it happens. Like he, it brings pain to him to see us sin like that, to see like all that nasty sin coming into our beautiful lives that he's recreated through Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. And it does bring pain to him. I know that everybody's like, oh, God's forgiven me. It's okay. I mean, you know, he's not uh, mad. But yeah. that's the thing is, I, I feel like that's how it is with God. It's, it, like, it literally brings him pain to see us sinning and to see us like falling into temptation. But the good thing is, is if we come to God and if we forgive him or we ask for forgiveness, then it's just like no nasty water is coming. We're that clean, soapy water. And like, I know it seems silly, but that's honestly how I feel like it is. Like God, it brings pain to God to see us sin like that. But if we ask for for forgiveness, then I mean, he'll love us and he'll look at us with emblepa, which is uh, meaning uh, looking at us with like desire and want and love, like unconditional love. That makes sense. And then like, again, I was thinking about this. Um, in the Bible, I know it's impossible for us not to sin each day. Yeah. But even in the Bible, when Jesus was forgiving people and like healing people, he said, go and sin no more. Like he wants us to go and sin no more. And see, it's what I don't understand is why people will like, they'll, they'll like, I guess, commit a sin, I guess you could say. Yeah. Well, it's all because you, well, your heart is where you're sin. Yeah, I know. But lies. like, they'll, they'll do something wrong. They'll ask for forgiveness and then continue and continue and continue to do the same thing. Yeah, they use like, the grace card over yeah. and over and over. Yeah. I'll say by grace, guys, I can, I can sing, keep on going. No, but I mean... That's that's where I get that, goes. where Jesus said, go and sin no more. Like, once you ask for forgiveness and he's forgiven you for it, yeah. try your hardest not to do that anymore. Go and do that no more. Like, yeah. that's what I get from that. I mean, there's other sins that we're going to end up doing, like putting things before God, which is like, honestly, one, one of, of the, the e- biggest ones. Yeah, it's, it's the easiest one. We don't even see it. Yeah. yeah, like it's even like watching TV. Like, I don't know, like the way I, I mean, pff, yeah, like watching TV or Any, social media or anything like that. I mean, it's, it's easy. It's so easy to get distracted and have small addictions and put them before God without even realizing it. Yeah, I mean, and then we're not saying that you have to spend your entire day reading. No, the Bible. no, no, no. You, like, just put God first. Like, do everything you do in life for the glory of God. And I mean, that's. <laughs> I guess you could think about it like sitting watching TV. Like, how are you gonna do that for the glory of God? You're not necessarily doing that for the just glory of God. Just watch Joel Osteen. Watch, watch preacher shows or something like that. No. Um, but I know that um, Pastor Trey, our pastor, our youth pastor, has talked about this. You can literally do everything for the glory of God. Like, if you're watching TV and yeah. something bad comes on, you know, like an ugly show, like maybe Deadpool comes on, and you know you're not supposed to wa- watch it. Watch TV. For the glory of God. Watch TV for the glory of God. Change the channel and watch something else because you know that that's the right thing to do. Yeah. And yeah. I know that you, um, Anthony here, was talking about, uh, oh, how do I do, um, and, um, you know, 
how do I do school for the glory of God? Like, how am I supposed to do that? And our youth pastor, you know, told us, uh, every time you do your work, every time you obey the teacher, I mean, our teachers are like authority, you know, teachers are the authority. And when you obey authority, then that's obeying God because God wants you to obey authority. He says, you know, but, and that, and so every time you do your work right, and every time you do, you know, obey the teacher, that's doing it for the glory of God. Yeah. You know, not just playing on your phone when you're supposed to be doing work, but actually doing the work and obeying the teacher. That's for the glory of God yeah. because you're obeying the authority. And when most people would like hear do everything for the glory of God, like that doesn't mean if you're in school and your teacher says to do work, pull out your Bible, and ignore the teacher. Like, no, I mean, that's that's yeah. not what God wants you to do. Like God wants you to succeed in life, and to succeed in life, you're gonna have to obey your teachers and. In class too. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, you could. No, never mind. I don't think you could do that, anyways. I was gonna say you could drop out of school and like. No. Re- read your Bible all day if you wanted but, to, but you're, you're no. still. <laughs> I don't think you're gonna yeah. get anywhere. Even I wouldn't do that with music. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, reading the Bible is an amazing thing, but don't disobey the don't disobey authority just to read the Bible because you have all day to read the Bible. But yeah. like, obviously, you should put God first. But like, don't disobey authority. Don't do a wrong to do a right, because that's not going to happen. Well, I mean, that's kind of contradicting. I'm not trying to put it no, down. No, no, no. Go like, ahead. Yeah. God is the ultimate, you know, like, authority. Yeah. And so whenever we sin, it's just like, we're disobeying him. Yeah. But so, I'm saying, is don't disobey your authority to read the Bible, because, I mean, you're disobeying authority, which you're disobeying a God. Okay. But... I mean, I guess, like, God is our main authority. So, like, people would say this, like, say, say your parents aren't great parents. Like, I'm just throwing that out there. I mean, this isn't everyone, obviously, but say they tell you to do something and your parents are supposed to be your authority, right? Yeah. And they tell you to do something that's not going to benefit you at all and it actually hurts you. Um, in that instance, I would do what's right and not... Like, say say your parents are drug addicts and they force you to... Well, not force. Well, not like force, they, but they... They, they enforce um, they drugs try. into their home and they, they're suggesting that you do drugs and everything. That... Don't listen to your parents because that's against God. Wow, I've yeah. I've never even well, met anyone like that before. I, I know, but like, yeah, I mean, any it could be anything. I mean, not yeah. just drugs, but anything. If they're in for, if they're suggesting that you do something that is not God's will, like God's will, like, if they're suggesting you do something that's not of God, then don't do it because you you're supposed to obey God first and then authority. But like, yeah, yeah, if it's something that's not of God, don't do it. Yeah, obey God. Yeah, whenever you're feeling like. Um, you know, like to get into sin is like there's always a temptation, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Ezra pointed this verse out to me. I mean, I've seen it before, but yeah. he uh, he really just like it's been on my heart a, la- a lot lately. It's just like he's just been deep there. But it it says in First Corinthians ten thirteen it says no temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. So. When God sent Jesus down here, you know, uh, I think it's in, uh, uh, was it Luke? I was reading it once. Uh, you know, Jesus was baptized by, um, by John, and then he, the Holy Spirit happens, and then he goes out into the desert, and the devil t- tempts him, right? Tries so, or yes, but he tries, obviously. He didn't, yeah. didn't, didn't work. Praise yeah. the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, like, it's not saying Jesus has gone through, like, every single temptation out there ever you know like but he's gone out through a temptation that is not uh, that he does not know of you know god knows the reason why he sent jesus you know because he could connect with us in a way that we can um that he knows he knows our struggles and because he knows that jesus died for us and yada 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 we all know that i'm not trying to just 
you know. Uh, but anyways, uh, God knows like how our heart is easily deceived. He knows how weak we are. But God is, oh, like it says right here, God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. So he always provides an escape. Like no matter what, if you don't, if you, it's, I guarantee you, if you think about it, like, you know, there is a time when you choose not, or you can choose not to be tempted. Yeah. Right. And I know that a lot of people, like they might seem, they might say, um, and this is probably a really common thought, uh, to some people, um, they're like, oh, well, Jesus was a perfect man. He never sinned. How in the world could he understand my temptation? How can he understand my struggle? Here's the thing. Jesus was tempted by the devil himself. Um, I'm not sure. Do you guys remember what verse it's in specifically? Cause I, I'm not like what chapter that's in specifically. I, I can't, but it does say in the Bible that Jesus was tempted by the devil himself. But he did resist the devil using scripture, by the way. He used scripture to resist temptation. And some of you are thinking, well, he didn't fall into temptation, so he doesn't even know. Resisting temptation is so much harder than falling into temptation. I, I guarantee you. If you're just going to fall into temptation, it's so easy just to fall into temptation. Yeah. It's but resisting. Like yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, it's your human desire. You want to just like. Give up. And it's yeah. so easy to. But resisting temptation is so much harder. And that's what Jesus did. But using dude, scripture. whenever you resist temptation, uh, we talked about this in my uh, college group. Like, I brought this up once. Like. Being able to that clock is annoying. I know. Sorry, uh, sidetrack. But uh, <laughs> when you ever you resist temptation and like you don't sin, like it is so like it just Amazing. feels so awesome. Like yeah. the rewarding, it's like the rewards are just so. It's just I don't know. It to me, like, whenever like you just feel you feel like unstoppable. Obviously, you're not. You're gonna fail eventually. Yeah. I'm not trying to just you know put you down there. But like, but, like whenever yeah. you like whenever you choose to not fail, like it's just it's just a, it's a, it feels amazing. You know, it's just like that victory, that victorious yeah. feeling. Yeah. You know, I'm oh, sorry. I just had to put that out there. Yeah, I was thinking. Yeah. We're, we are the children of God. And whenever we obey our father and we don't fall into temptation, it, it's amazing because we're, we're following our father after our father. And the re I feel like the reason that we have so much joy is because we're following after our father and we're doing, you know, we're, I don't, I don't know how to put it, but we're following after our father and we're, you know, doing it for his glory and we're you know, yeah. not falling into temptation. And we feel so overjoyed by that because I mean, we're doing the right thing and we're following God. Yeah. yeah. But, and I don't know if this fits in or not, but I w this was like, nope. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like this no. was like laid on my heart. Stop. Um, <laughs> see, people would say that Jesus doesn't know what it felt like mm -hmm. to fall into sin and whatnot, or yeah. like the guilty feeling. Yeah, that's what I was saying earlier. Really, yeah. But when he died on the cross, he took all of our sins and guilt upon himself. Yeah. It does. Yeah. So like, it, it tells you that the weight of the world, like it, Jesus had every single sin in person, like on his. Try to think about Shoulders, that for a second. You know. Like, like it's not just a, it's not just a like a metaphorical phrase. It's not just a metaphorical phrase that he took everybody. Oh, he took everybody's sin. That means oh, they just got taken. This, this is such a literal saying. Is that literally? I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry to stress literally? that out, but like literally, every sin was literally. was put on his shoulders. Put on his shoulders. Every bad you know uh, every bad like all sickness even because he died for our sickness too all of our sicknesses all of our guilt all of our sin was honestly put onto his shoulders like that's not just a phrase that that really happened he put the he put all of our sin on his shoulders when he died and so if you think that Jesus doesn't know our guilt he does because our guilt was put on him on the cross he yeah. felt all of our guilt all of the sin he felt all of it and he had all of it on his shoulders when he died but the good news is is that he went down to the hell 
the hell. He went down to hell number five. No, no, uh, no but he, he went like, honestly, he went down to hell and he freaking took the keys away from the devil and he beat the devil and three in three days time he resurrected and we were resurrected with him yeah. through a new um, with a new life through Jesus. We were resurrected with him. Yeah. And yeah, basically. Um, like, do you guys have anything else to add to that? Because I, mean, I, I summed it up pretty well, honestly. I mean, and then, like, I just want to, like, encourage you guys, because we all sin every day. Yeah. And every night before I go to bed, like, I pray to God and ask him to forgive me of my sins. Because if I were to die in my sleep and I didn't ask for forgiveness of what I did that day, because we all, we all sin every day. That yeah. doesn't mean that you're going to go to hell, though. I mean, no, but, God, like, God knows our heart. Yeah. And so if we're right with God, but I mean, still, just in case, like, you, it's the Lamb's Book of Life. Like, honestly, I don't think a single person knows if they're in the Lamb's Book of Life or not. Like, you can't automatically know and be like, oh, I, I know I'm in that book. So, I mean, just, like, I, I do it just in case. I pray every night and ask God to forgive me my sins. And I also ask him to give me, like, the ability, or I ask him, I say, like, to help me put him first in my life because that's a struggle that I yeah, have. Yeah, for sure. But just to encourage you, it does say in the Bible that if you believe, if you confess with your mouth and you believe that Jesus is Lord and that he died for you, if you confess that, you are saved. Yeah, and not just saying, "Oh, I believe it," and then you just go off and like not do anything. But well, if you uh, honestly believe that and confess it with your mouth, then you are saved. Well, yeah, it also, I mean, it also says confess with your mouth, and He is Lord. And I, you also have to obey His word yeah. as well. It's yeah. not, it's but, not I mean, just saying, "Uh, I believe in you, right. Jesus, and I'm saved forever." No, I mean, if you honestly believe in, you Jesus, gotta obey Him. If you honestly believe in Jesus and you believe that He died for your sins, you're gonna want to follow after Him because I mean, that's an amazing thing. Yeah. And although you will have struggles because we're all struggle, but like, honestly, if you know how much God loves you and if you know what he's done for you, you're going to want to follow him because, yeah. I mean, it's amazing. It honestly is. He's our good father. Yeah. But what you, Anthony, you said about uh, forgiveness, like, you know, asking forgiveness for your sins. I mean, yeah, that's great. But also, like, I want to, st- like, stress, like, the difference between um, forgiveness and repentance. Yeah. You know? People say like, oh, like mm-hmm. I used to be. I don't know. What, I honestly didn't know what repentance was until like a couple of months ago. Because like I used to be like, God, uh, please, uh, I want to repent of my sins and forgive me. Blah blah blah. But repentance is more than just ask. It's not asking for forgiveness. It's like uh, I'll talk about this in my um, Bible study group. Like repentance is more than just forgiveness. It's like it's like four step process basically. Like you you realize what you're doing is wrong. You know, right? You're saying you realize what you're doing is wrong. You feel guilty. You make a plan, you know, to not do it anymore. And basically, basically the fourth one is just like, you just do it. Like, just mm-hmm. don't do it anymore. Like, you, you make a plan, and then you go out, and you don't sin anymore. And that's where I kind of feel like people take forgiveness for granted, I guess, you know, because you'd be like, oh, God, uh, I'm going to use a grace card, and I'm, I'm sorry for seeing that the awful thing I didn't mean to see. Well, I mean, if you continue to see that awful thing you don't want to see, that's not forgiveness. That's just like you just keep on going back and forth to it, and you're not you're not planning. You're not changing. Like you need to repent of it. Yeah. You know it's wrong, and you feel guilty. So make a plan to not do it anymore. You know I'm not I'm not calling anybody out on like an addiction or anything. I'm like, I'm just as guilty as anybody else out there. Yeah. But like, you know when you when you're feeling like addicted to anything like that, like repent of it you know make, yeah. make a plan make an effort to stop it you know yeah. a good visual of this would be like a man who's walking in a direction and let's say that this is the wrong direction he's walking in and he knows it's the wrong direction and he asks god for forgiveness and then he keeps walking in the same direction 
that's, that, that's, that doesn't work. That's I know. Not, that's, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's just basic forgiveness. I mean, it's yeah, yeah. forgiveness without... He will forgive you, but you're still walking in the same direction. Repentance is asking for forgiveness, stopping where you are, right where you are, stopping where you are, turning around and walking in the other direction towards God. Yeah. That's what repentance is. And although we, we can't do it on our own, I mean, we're going to need God, God's help, yeah. but it does say, say that we need, like, fellowship with other people, and yeah. we can get with other people, other Christians, to help us turn around and, like, walk towards yeah, God. Yeah, I mean, it's good, like, to have... Um, accountability part. Accountability part, exactly. Like, for me, like, I I consider, you know, Ezra and Anthony, my accountability partners. Yeah. Like, I, I, I want them... I want, like... For an accountability, accountability partner, yeah, I cannot say that. Say that five times fast. No, but, uh, like, you want, like, a good, strong Christian friend and, like, to keep you accountable. Like, if you're, if you're sinning and you, you like, you, you think, you know you can't stop on your own, have a, have a friend, you know, just, like, you just talk to them about it and then have them pray with you, you know, like, make, make some time, maybe even, I don't know, sit and pray together or read, maybe, if you're comfortable with that. But for accountability partner, you want someone to, like, like, um, to keep you, just to watch out for you, you know, like, have your back, basically. Yeah. I know that, um, a lot of people are really afraid, I know I was a really afraid, like, afraid to, to go and tell people, like, about my addiction and about, like, I was really afraid to tell people, because I wasn't sure what they were gonna, you know, think like, of what me. what they think when they, yeah. you think they're gonna, like, but totally hate you after. Yeah, yeah, here's the thing about that, is, if you, like, if you really want to be free of your addiction, I know that some people do, and they're just too afraid. If you really want to be free from your addiction, you can't have secrets. You cannot have secrets. Secrets don't make friends. Secrets, secrets are no fun. Secrets, 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 secrets hurt someone. Some okay, What's The Office, by the way. But um, honestly, that show. <laughs> yeah, I know. honestly though, that's so true. You can't have secrets. I mean, honestly, some people think. Our human nature is just to think the worst about things. Is like to think about the worst situation. Oh yeah, for but sure. <laughs> you will yeah. honestly be surprised if you come out and if you come out and be courageous and you tell somebody, you will be surprised about how understanding and how much they want to help you. I Man, I just saying like but you're it, not the only one. You're yeah. not the only one. Yeah. But be careful, like if you have an addiction, be careful, like who you tell. I mean, I'm not gonna say like there. I mean. Worst case scenario, you tell somebody you think you can trust, and then they go out and just like tell the world. Honestly, it shouldn't bother you, but it will. But mm-hmm. you want to tell somebody who very you trustworthy. you know you can trust and who is a strong Christian. You know, like an accountability, basically your accountability partner. You want to be able to tell them if you're comfortable with it. I mean, you're not saying you have to. A youth pastor would be really well. Uh, yes, good. for sure. Like your youth pastor, because they pastor. would definitely understand, and they like, will be so on board for helping you. Most people, when they tell people their addictions, like they're afraid. They're, they're gonna feel like they're sitting in a classroom and everyone's just staring at them. Yeah, like, that's that's how you feel. Like, like you that have that dream, feeling. and you, you come to class with your parents on the ground, and everyone's just staring at you, kind of feeling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <that laughs> Don't look like, at me. Oh crap! I told everybody. Oh shoot. Oh uh, uh, yeah. no, no. You mean? Because I mean. Now, no sin is worse than the other, and all those other people that are you think are going to be staring at you sin every single day, too. So yeah. they have no right to judge you or condemn you for those yeah. kind of things. And so, I mean, don't be afraid to tell people. Yeah. Just don't be like, I mean, don't be like happy that you're sinning. Like, yeah. Don't go and tell yeah. people like, I mean, I did this. The, yeah. the reason why you feel guilty is because you know what you're doing is wrong, and feeling guilt isn't bad. I mean, I'm not saying it's a good thing either, but like... You know what is wrong. Like you, you can see what God is telling it's, you what is wrong. So like, God is right. yeah. God well, is telling God is telling you, you know, you're feeling guilty. You know why you're feeling guilty because it's not pleasing to me. You need to change. It's better just, to feel guilty than to be blind. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's better to feel guilty than to feel nothing. That's why God gave us a spirit. You know. Yeah. yeah. If you 
you do feel guilty, then that's most, I mean, that's, that's the spirit within you, or that's the Holy Spirit, I feel like, is saying, dude, this is wrong, and you, I mean, you know what's wrong, I'm telling you that this is wrong, and I feel like that's the Holy Spirit saying, you know, this is wrong, that's why you're feeling guilty, is because yeah. you know what's wrong, the Holy Spirit is saying, this is, this is wrong, yeah. and yeah. you know you're not supposed to be doing this, Yeah. but that's, like you said, it's good in a way, because you know that, hey, this is wrong, and I, I know that it's wrong, because yeah. God is telling me this yeah, is wrong. Yeah, for sure, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Um, I think we have gone everything today. I would just really encourage you guys, if you're having an addiction, just go and tell someone that you trust, a uh, youth pastor or, like, a really close friend that you really know is really trustworthy that they won't tell anybody. Yeah, but, sure. Um, yeah, we just really encourage you to go after God, and if you have any addictions, just and tell repent. a good friend. And repent. repent. Remember Stop it. Stop where you are and turn the Make a plan and effort. Change it. And if you guys have any questions, you know, email us. Like, we're open to this. Like, yeah. if you want to talk to us and discuss... Go ahead. We are so yeah. email us. Like, we're right when we want to talk to you. Talk we to help us. You. Talk to us. DM yeah. us on DM us on Instagram. Like find a way to talk to us. Yeah, we will get Snapchat. Hold of us. I mean, yeah. something. Do anything. anything. We will try to be your like. If you don't have an accountability partner, like we'll we're here for you. We'll do our best to help. Yeah, we're here for you. I mean, we'll do our best. We're human. We'll probably forget. Yeah. But you know. But, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, we'll help you the best way that we can because I mean, we want you to stop where you are and turn around and walk towards God. And I know that um, God will be there with you. But I mean, like. It's good to have someone that will help you doing that along the way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So yeah. thank you guys for being here. Um, we really hope that you this has gotten down into your soul and that you really have understood this. Um, yeah. We love you guys so much. Yeah. And we yeah. appreciate it. And God Let's loves you. Down into the, God loves you too. Mm. Let's get down into the, the segment stuff. Here we go. Yeah, here, here we go. go. Here we go. Welcome to the Mindless Politics segment. <laughs> Welcome back, people of America and possibly China, maybe Egypt. What's up? How you doing? It's back to mindless politics, everybody. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. Come on. Throw at me. Hit me with your best shot. Fire away. I've got some sort of political questions, sort of not political questions, so we'll just we'll just go right at it. Dude, fire away. So I was reading once and you know, just studying up for Me too, actually. Well, my uh, class back in a couple months ago for school mm-hmm. and my American federal government class. And Sounds so good. I uh, stumbled across this question. I want, I want to see your opinion on it. I should. Okay. Should the 17th Amendment be repealed? Okay. So what we need to do in these types of situations where you just you really don't know what's going on. Uh, you need to break it down into different pieces. Like, it's best just to break it down into the smallest pieces that you could possibly break it down into. So, I think we should actually just go into what does repeal mean? I mean, okay. So, what I've learned uh, like across the years of me living in America um, and Pennsylvania and all of these different places. I mean, what I've learned from all these years of experience with my mothers. Um, mothers. Yeah, I've had like three. Uh, um, okay. Um, all right. Sorry. What I've learned is that, um, and my uh, like, is what what I've learned is that they really want me to eat healthy, and they they love to give me bananas. Like that's, they they think I'm some sort of monkey. Monkey. I've tried to convince them all otherwise. All three of your mothers thought you were a monkey. I've tried to convince them otherwise, but it just doesn't. So I am going somewhere probably, but bananas, I mean, they're really good. And like all the bananas that I've peeled, here's what I've learned. I've never had to repeel a banana. 
Like that's that's what I've learned throughout the entire years is I've never had to repeal a, ban- a banana. And now I'm thinking an amendment is just like a banana. Okay. It's exactly like it in so many ways. Why would you repeal an amendment? Like if if it's already peeled to repeal it, you'd have to glue it back together and then repeal it again. Like that just doesn't make any sense to me. Does that make any sense to you guys? Like, can you actually wrap I, your mind around uh, this? I really can't. I just I love your thought process. Me about too. This. Um, uh, see, like, if we're gonna rip apart an amendment, glue it back together, and then rip it apart again, what's even the point? We're just wasting time. Yeah. And resources, mm-hmm. and bananas. And, and glue. What? You said you want glue back. The never mind. Oh, okay. <laughs> and glue. Like repeal, we don't need to repeal anything. Okay. Unless it's my heart. Okay. Um. So. Okay. That's that's a great thought yeah. process. All right. I, I, no, I, I mean I love, I love your thought process. Yeah, I mean I just want to bring you guys wisdom. Okay. From what I've learned. So recently, um, we were uh, on the news. They were going over like, um, you know, yes. like missing planes and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It made me think of you know like the Bermuda Triangle, like people, yeah. planes, boats whatever go over and disappear so where do you think the plans to move to triangle go like uh do you think what do you think happened does the government have any involvement with that so i've actually done my research on this like i've done a lot of research in this um maybe a lot of people think i you know oh he's just a mindless politics i actually did a lot of research in this um i don't know if you guys have ever heard the show phineas and ferb um the cartoon show on disney channel yes that's the one and you know doctor cartoon Yes. Tune. Yes. It's not real. Well, I mean, Dr. Doofenshmirtz, he's real. The I actually met him in real life. evil scientist who always fails. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, in one of the episodes, he creates this disintegrator gun where it just it just disintegrates things. They, it just, they just disappear. Okay. And what a lot of people don't realize is that he actually accidentally made those planes disappear. And they made a triangle? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, um, he got so scared because he thought everybody was just going to be mad at him, so he never told anybody. And whenever Perry came in and destroyed the thing, he was actually kind of relieved. He was like, oof. Perry the platypus? Yeah. Hey, you know. Yeah, I've seen a couple episodes. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, um, whenever Perry destroyed the disintegrator gun, he was really relieved because he was like, dude, okay, now I'm not going to get in so much heat with the, you know, the government. But do I think the government has anything to do with it? No. But I, I'm sure that they know about it because, I mean, everybody kind of watches Phineas and Ferb. So, um, wait, you think a cartoon show, d- evil doctor, Doofenshmirtz, whatever. He doesn't you, really like the term evil. It's just kind of like, well, sometimes he does. He does like the word evil. Doofenshmirtz Evil Incorporated. Yeah, I know. But, like, I mean, you know, he is a nice guy. I mean, it's just, if you, what kind of evil are you talking about here? Like, well, it depends mean? on. Because, I mean, he's not mean. He's pretty nice. But, I mean, diff- he just wants to be it evil. depends on Doofenshmirtz. So, you think he's the one who caused the planes and I know. He's, and- I watched the episode. Okay. But, I wow. mean, it's, you know, I actually did my research on that. So, take mm. it from someone who knows. Mindless politics. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> you know, we're still going over this whole presidency race. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the whole joke between, you know, Kanye oh, going Oh, that's not there, a joke. You're a joke. You're a joke. Shut up. Let me answer. The, let me say the question. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sir. So, besides Kanye, everyone's thinking he will run in 2020. What other celebrities do you think would be good to run for presidency? Okay. Um. You know, Kanye. He's a good man. Um. Like I've said before, he, all of his emotions would just be able to spill out onto America. I mean, Conway. Uh, well, I mean, you know, you don't have the right to say that because you've never met him in real life. I mean, I feel like oh, it's kind of disrespectful on your part, and I feel like you should just shut up right now and I'm just sorry. let me answer this question, sir. Thank you. 
Um, but other than Conway, um, I feel like there's a lot of good ones. But I mean, like, okay, let's see here. Um, Johnny Depp, I, for instance, would be really good. I mean, if you've ever seen his movie uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, he's just—he's really, you know, smart, intelligent, witty, very lucky. He doesn't really die at all, or else the movies would be over. But he did he, die in the movie. What? He did die. Like he came back. Actually. Oh, but he came back, right? Yeah, but he died. He said he didn't die. He died. Well, I mean, okay, he never uh, died fully. Like he did die fully, but he came back. You know, he never. But he still died. Okay, you know what I'm trying to get at? Is this he has a lot of good qualities. Johnny Depp would be really good. Okay. Um, really, I think Ariana Grande would be pretty good too. Her she's voice a, she's is, a dangerous woman. Uh yeah, probably, but her voice she's just dangerous woman. Her voice makes me happy. Her voice makes me feel like a dangerous woman. I, what? No, uh, but no, but like her voice uh, just it really washes over America and like like, I feel like Ariana Grande's voice would just really make America great again. Like, I feel like that's one of the things. Ariana Grande would just be so good. Um, yeah, I mean, I just, I mean, it's, there's so many good ones. Like, I can't even think of any right now. Hmm, okay. I mean, usually I don't even think at all. And yeah. I'm really trying in right yeah, now. And I just, sure. and it's really just bugging me. Okay. But, I mean, definitely Jim Carrey, too. Ooh, yeah, Jim, Jim Carrey would definitely make America laugh again. I mean, I think of Great Depression. I'm sure that's um, one of the things. Uh, a lot of you know um, in the Great Depression, you know, everybody was depressed and there was just a lot of depression. But uh, one, uh, And people do that. say, you know, there were movies to help relieve people. But what a lot of people don't know is Jim Carrey was the star of all of the movies in the Great Depression. I was, Depression. The, I was no? there, so just, no? all right, I was depressed. All right, you're making fun of my culture. It's not you're making fun of my depression. Culture. That's mean. This is America. Okay, I, mean, I know, but we went through a Great depression. depression, young man. And Jim Carrey was the star of all the movies, and he really relieved some of our depression. So I feel like Jim Carrey just knows how to make America laugh again. Okay. It's just, it's great. Yeah. Do you think you would ever, you know, be a good president? I, I'd be the best, honestly. But I mean, that's kind of the reason I don't run for president is because I'd be too good. Like, I, w I probably am too good for the country, and that's why I don't want to over, good it. You know, I don't want to make it too great. Like, it's not, it's make America great again, not make America too great again. You know, or yeah. for the first time anyway. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but you know, there was a time when America was too great, and. It wasn't me, sadly, but I mean, I'm sure I could do even better than he did. So yeah, for sure. But I mean, I don't want to make it too great. So it's you know, let Donald Trump go. Okay. Um, we all know that you've seen the future, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, fifty-two cents, everybody. That's all it takes. Fifty-two cents. Okay. So also a license. Okay. So where do you think America will be at in twenty years? Um, really, where I think it'll be at is probably the same place it is now. I mean, since you've seen the future, do you know? Yeah, you know, I know. Um, but like. What I'm saying is um, America really isn't a transportational thing. I feel like it's not. It's just going to stay in the same part of the earth that it is now. Okay. Like, I feel like America is not going to move at all because, like, that would be kind of impossible. can't really move anyways. This yeah, country. yeah, see? Yeah, and I feel like America would just stay in the same place, the same part of the earth that it is now. If it did, we'd have a lot of location issues. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah. see? For sure. And I just, you know, there wouldn't even be the use for a wall anymore. That is, if Donald Trump is going to. Well, yeah, but I mean, president. but if America would, had would, moved, then we wouldn't even need a wall. Okay. So that's, I mean, yeah, it's probably best if we do move. Actually, save money on the wall. Okay. Um, you know, well, I, you, I should probably run for president. 
that was the question in the first place. So yeah, do, you, do you want to? I, I yeah, kind of do now. I'm thinking I should probably relocate America. It's really? probably for the best, honestly. Do you were like, um, from I'm gonna quote a SpongeBob quote from Patrick Starr. Oh yeah, I know him. Yeah. You know, push the city. But can you bottom away from the potential danger mm-hmm. of that giant worm? You know. Yeah. So that's a you would cartoon. Pre- so yeah, that's the a, same thing with you and Phineas. No, and Ferb. that's a cartoon. Sir. So, it's fake. Phineas, so it's Phineas and Ferb. No, but you no. would. But your your idea is your idea is moving America away from the potential danger of the so-called no. worm. But SpongeBob that's the potential of the great you know, the wall. No, SpongeBob is a is a is a cartoon fake show that kids watch. You understand this, right? So is Phineas and Ferb. No, that's for adults. That's for adult scientists. That's a reality TV show that is real. That's a real life situation thing. It's, it's a tune. And for one, it's how many episodes are there and how many days of summer? 755. And there's also, um, what were you going to say? How many days of summer are there? Three. Days of summer? Yeah, three. How many episodes are there? Uh, 754. There's not. That's not possible. It is. There can't be 754 episodes, episodes in three dude. days. There's secret episodes. No, uh, yes, I, I'm getting that. There's so many more episodes than there are days of summer. The yeah, I know. show is not a reality TV show. It's no, not they possible. They just do three, it's three episodes a year. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, next question. Uh, moving on from that. Going back to sort of a celebrity-ish okay. kind of spiel. Um, it's been a while since you know, we've all heard uh, Miley Cyrus party in the USA. <laughs> How do you feel about Miley Cyrus having a party in the USA and you weren't invited? Neither was America. Only her. <laughs> Sorry, everybody, about that outburst. That was uh, completely inappropriate. Um, just my mom was talking stuff out with me. I'm trying to help me. She's a good person. Anyway, other, uh, what was the question again? How do you feel about <coughs> not being invited to the party of the USA yeah. by my uh, It's no, no big deal. Uh, but it's just, I really feel kind of upset that she didn't invite me. Because, I mean, I'm part of America, too. Well, so am I, but T- I wasn't invited. T-O-O-2. Also, I'm part of America, too. I should have been there. I'm part of America. I'm part of the USA, too. Also, wait, 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 as wait, wait, well. Wait, okay, hold on, hold on. Um, you, earlier, you, just, you were just talking to your mom, right? Yeah. Which, which one was that? You have three, right? Well, there was the black one and there was the white one. <laughs> there was three. Which one was this? Wait, um, see, one mom was over there. No! Mom, I'm not saying anything about, about you, okay? You neither. <laughs> It's a good thing the other one's gone. She'd have a field day. Sorry. The white one was just talking to me, and she was like, you know, telling me I should probably shut up before she gives me something to cry about, and it's not a big deal because it's, you know, but it is a big deal because I'm part of USA 2. I'm part of, shut up! I'm part of USA 2. I'm part of USA 2, Mom. I should have been there. Yeah? Well, guess what? What? Just like you and me and... Anthony and everybody in America, we weren't invited. You have to make everything about you, don't you? You're just... You have to make everything about you. No. I, I'm trying to... I have pity. I, I do. I feel so upset about this, and you just have to make everything about yourself. I also use Anthony and everybody else in America. Oh, my. You too? Anthony? You too? Oh. Oh. Okay, so it's your guys' podcast, plus this one other guy. 
who has his feelings hurt. Is that it? All right, I think we're just going to take a wrap right here. I think you're mostly oh, okay. unstable you know right now. Unstable? Okay, right. that's it. I'm leaving. Bye. All right, well, everybody, that was, I don't know, was politics. Um, well, um, he's actually walking out right now. Uh, yeah, so if you guys have any other questions about this whole thing, I guess you can uh, email us. Um, shoot Ezra some questions. You know, it's more than just mindless politics now. I guess it's just random questions you guys want to ask him. And hopefully he'll come up with some silly way to answer them. Yep. So. All right. <laughs> this is kind of awkward. Right, he. Back. Oh, he's back. Hopefully you guys didn't say anything about me. Mad. We're logging off right now, actually. Oh. Okay. Bye, everybody. I love you. I love you. All right, that was episode five, guys. That's the yep. fifth episode. Hope you guys enjoyed. Yeah, I hope you guys got something out of our uh, speaking about God's forgiveness God's and forgiveness. addictions and whatnot. Like, you know, like, if you guys ever need us, I mean, we're here for you. Yeah. Like, we're accountability As, partners. Yeah. yeah. You like, got us. You can email us, right? Find a yeah, way to talk to us, us through email or um, Instagram, DM us on Instagram, Twitter, all that kind of stuff. Just find a way to talk to us. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if you don't have our email, um, I've mentioned this before in a few episodes back. But it's thehipsterminute at gmail.com. Instagram, you can DM us. It's at thehipsterminute. You can DM us on Twitter at hipsterminute underscore or Snapchat us. If you can't get yeah. a hold of us any other way, Snapchat us at hipsterminute. And we're, we're here for you. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, definitely yeah. here for you guys. That's what we're here for. Because we care. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. But yeah, thank you guys. Um, So we're going to go into day number two. Of the Hunger Games. Of the Hunger Games simulator. Oh. So we'll um, see who dies. Excitement. Let's see who dies. And by the way, I didn't mention this last week, but if you want to know how you died, um, you can. if you know us personally, you can try to get a hold of us in person. But if you don't know us personally, email us at thehipsterminute at gmail.com and we will let you know how you died because we don't necessarily have time to fit all that in. So let's see who dies in day number two. All right. Eight cannon shots can be heard in the distance. Aiden M. from District 3, Natalie L. from District 1, Cameron H. from District 12, Kaylee with a C. from District 10, Kaylee with a K. from District 2, Gray B. from District 11, Danette D. from District 6, and Jake S. from District 7. I should have been there. I should have been there. I should have been there.